0: I've been sitting here wondering how other people's success uh, what secret they have that allows them to go after the dreams and their aspirations um, is it a training course uh, is, is it a secret recipe my next guest made a really interesting statement that uh, in order to make a change in your life it's pretty simple just do it there is no secret it's just the action of doing it hi my name is Sam Lloyd the host of the red chair Life podcast and my next guest Marlon Bandera has a very intriguing story of how he went, fundamentally, many changes in his life and finally get to the point where, you know, you want to make the change and it was simple. Just do it. So without further ado, Marlon, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great, Sam. Thanks for having me on.
0: Okay, good, good. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in, here in Houston and I'm sure uh, out in the east. Uh, how, how's the weather? I'm actually currently in Ecuador. And- oh, Ecuador. Oh my God. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the weather today, it's actually, it's warm, it's very warm. It's about 35 Celsius, but it's not sunny right now.
0: Ah, okay, okay. Well, well, (laughs) I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I think most of the people that are listening to this podcast are very, very jealous. So uh, I was going over your background, and uh, you you have a very, very interesting uh, background. Uh, One of the things that caught me is that you made a statement that you have four passports Okay, you explain yeah, well, that to me, please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I actually don't have four passports. I only have two, but I can claim citizenship in four different countries. Oh. And that's because, yeah, that's because my father is from India and he was born there. My mother was born in Tanzania, in Africa, and then they popped me out in, in London and then we moved to the United States. So that's, that's, that's how I can say that.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That is incredible. So... um. In terms of your background, so you you apparently was born uh, in London, correct? So kind of go over your your early yeah. uh, child in terms of uh, wanting him in, uh, London, and then uh, then you wound up moved to South Carolina. That must have been yes. a culture shock.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was an understatement of a culture. Shock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Other than a culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You know, so I grew up in an Indian family in London. Uh, so I was always with, always between uh, crossroads between the East and the West culture-wise, right? Because mm-hmm. in the home, gang was Eastern. And then you go in the school, you go in the public, you know, playing football with your friends, watching stuff on TV, you're getting all the Western culture. So that was always a dichotomy in my upbringing. And then the reason we moved to America, South Carolina was, you know, my dad invested in a business. He basically sold the house, took all of his life savings and just gambled on the business that he didn't really know anything about it. He was into into the hospitality industry. He had no idea about the industry. He just took a gamble, really. Wow. and I think, you know, when I was younger, we don't understand. You know, I was only 12 at the time. Looking back at it now, it was, it was a pretty incredible move.
0: <laughs> I would say. So, um, So from, from from London to South Carolina, South Carolina, which part of South Carolina did you move into?
1: <laughs> so, if you've ever gone down I 85 and you've seen a giant orange thing that looks like a bottom, that's supposed to be a peach. It's in Gaffney, South Carolina. That's where I, oh, that's where I was. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow.
1: So, so from the metropolis, the multinational metropolis of London to a town of, I think it's 3000 people at that time.
0: Uh, I, I want to say, I, I, <laughs> I haven't been through there. It's been, my, it's been 20 years, maybe. Oh my God. That must've been.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very funny because when I arrived, you know, of course they speak English and I speak English, but we couldn't understand each other for six months. I was basically mute because I had a really thick English accent at that time. And they had this, you know, the proper Southern draw. I had no idea what they were saying,
0: and they had no idea what I was saying. (laughs) And and the funny thing is, when I go down there, I still have no idea what they're saying. (laughs) And I speak English. (laughs) Yeah. Man, that must have been uh, just a wild ride. Uh, Wow, wow. So, um, once you were in in North Carolina, in terms of hospital, in terms of the hospitality industry, what was it, like a hotel chain? or uh, Yeah, well, my... my,
1: we started off, my my parents started off in a motel, like a small independent motel. Okay. Mom and and pop's business. Okay. run.
0: Okay. Wow. So from there, um, apparently you went to to Atlanta, Georgia, and you became a chiropractor. Of all things, how did this chiropractor from (laughs) (laughs) hospital industry and from London, how did this come about? Yeah. So uh, where can
1: I start? So, you know, I was in, uh, I went to my undergrad in North Carolina, in Raleigh, for NC State. I graduated from there. I started working in a hotel. Uh, in a span of a week, uh, I got, yeah, I got in trouble with the law, you know, broke up with my girlfriend, quit my job. Because, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I was like young, 22 yeah. year old. I thought I had to, I could do anything. I'm invincible. It's not a big deal. I'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> Something else will come around time went by. No, it didn't. You know, eventually ended up moving home with my parents and that was quite depressing. Right. I mean, you, 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 leave home. So you're supposed to fly and not come back home. Supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't and feel then, bad. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things I'm knocking on wood. I'm like, you know, what? I hope I never get this situation. I had to move back. Mom. <laughs> yeah. but
1: actually looking back at it now at that time. It was a great tragedy, but it was a big, it was a big blessing. Yeah. Because it gave me, For 18 months, I actually didn't work. And the reason was because I started doing independent research into uh, healthcare, uh, government, finance, military, religion, like every facet of society. Wow. Because I was looking for something to do. I was looking for a job. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I was researching everything. Okay. And uh, what I found, you know, I started, I wasn't able to see the positive, negative, everything. Obviously, all those industries have served us in a great way in all of our lives in some fashion. But I was only looking at what was wrong with all of them, and I was finding that everything was corrupted, so in my state of desperation and despair and depression, I was just like, "Oh man, I'm not working for anyone, <coughs> so I literally just sat at home, so yeah, I think I'm just choking right now, but <laughs> no, 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 I got nine on one
0: I don't know
1: yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. So I was literally just sitting at home in, in a state of depression, looking at the world as it's a dark, depressing place. And I didn't want to work anywhere. And my father would keep telling me, hey, you got to do something. I was like, yeah, I know, but everything's messed up. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and then eventually I started working in a hotel and the guy hired a carpet cleaner to come clean the carpets, right? When he, he told me two sentences about chiropractic and it intrigued me. And earlier that year, it was t- 2013, I started a meditation program. And before that, I never was really into spirituality or religion or anything. Well, at least I didn't think I was. Now I realize everyone's spiritual in some sense.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. That's a yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we just we'll don't be know on a it. We'll my second interview too as well. That's like a two hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two everyone's hour.
1: spiritual. They're just not aware of it. <laughs> so, yeah. so, what? I, so, you know, two months later, I was in Atlanta for Wyndham Hotel general manager training. I went to visit the campus or the chiropractic college. And as soon as I set foot on campus, I felt a vibration like something from inside. I was like, I have to do this, you know, just something just clicked. And it was mainly because I saw this sign on campus that said vitalism and vitalism is a concept that everything in the universe is conscious is self developing, self healing and self maintaining. And I was just taken, I was awestruck by that because it was the same thing I was learning in my meditation class, just in different words. And I thought to myself, wait, there's a profession for this and I don't have to be a monk. Holy shit. I (laughs) mean,
0: that's the thing uh, uh, that's so interesting because that's one of the things that I'm experiencing right now because I just started meditation maybe about about two months ago. And, you know, most people have have been indoctrinated, put into this tin can in terms of what they think, you know, religion, (laughs) spirituality is. And when I started experiencing this, it's like uh, most of people just have no clue. I mean, it's it's the universe Mm -hmm. is out there. And yeah. when you start meditating, it just brings a whole new perspective, and a lot of the stuff that I, I know about your experience, my experience, you know, in terms of religion, all that stuff—it's it's all lies. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so is that is that something that you experienced, or was it more of a just just a moment of peace?
1: Yeah, it, re- it made me see. It, it did make me see things in not just in black, but also in black and white, like the dark and the light, being able to see the duality and not living in the polarity. So it definitely helped me with that. And in the beginning at that time, when I just started, it was mainly just concepts. Like my mm-hmm. practice was very poor. I wasn't mm-hmm. consistent on a day-to-day basis, but just learning about the philosophy of life, you know, like uh, is what really started pushing me in a different, it, it started me uh, asking more questions and, and seeking answers. And then that's where it's, you know, it led me to take action, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's now, uh, during this period, uh, I guess, uh, how old were you when you started going through the spiritual change? I was 26. 26? Oh, okay. And this is back in about early 2000. Uh, yeah. So it was like seven years ago. Oh, seven years ago. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. So um, uh, you told me earlier on that you 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 actually worked at your dad's uh, gas station at one point in time. What was yeah, that, like? Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. We went into business together because that was at the time we know I wasn't doing anything so I was like all right yeah I'll work with you so he invested in a gas station which was like this little small one that was run down you know the business yeah. was completely run down to the ground so we went in there tried to build it up and I was doing okay you know I was making yeah. I was getting by month by month you know making enough money and learning how business operates how business works yeah uh, but for some reason during that experience even though like you know I would say for for, for the last 50 majority of the last 15 years I uh Probably drank a lot and done a lot of things uh, that you know uh, have taken me taken me away from my core. I'm, right. I mean, I, don't, I'm not judging anyone that likes to have a good time. I'm not here to say that. You know, every, I, <laughs> you're free to do what you want. <laughs> but, but at some point, <laughs> for some reason, uh, yeah, I think what had struck me was when I would open the gas station in the morning and people are lined up outside, not for gas, but to buy beer and cigarettes in the morning. Uh, yeah, like 7 a.m. in the morning, and I'm like. You know what? I've got to do something more with my life, uh than selling beer and cigarettes to people who are living just life day to day. It was kind of sad yeah. to
0: see, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean that that's kind of mind boggling. I mean, uh, I have a rule, you know, if I'm gonna drink, nothing before twelve. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh, that's great, that's great. So um in terms of um uh, this point in, in your life when you were, you know, just just uh, lost, um, what was that the 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 spark that made you kind of wake up and go, you know what? I have something else that I need to do in terms of my life. You know, what what, what was that moment, or was it a gradual point where, you, where where you came to that that realization?
1: Yeah, I think it was a uh, just frustration for you, probably at that point is like three four years of frustration of. You know, I'm seeing people at that, in that point, my perceived mind was, oh, people have a job, you know, they're starting to get the house and picket fence, a wife or husband, a typical American dream, right? <laughs> yes. But lately now I look back and I'm like, um, I'm really glad I went through that table in time because while, while I still want all that, it's not my ultimate focus. Like My ultimate focus is first to provide value to a lot of people, to serve people with my business on, on a high level and then i believe that when you're doing that i will attract the right partner i will attract where i need to be uh but you only you can only attract if you're moving you can't attract people's things when sitting still so i think that's what it happened and like what really sparked it was just wanting to taking it going from just wanting to serve myself Like I just want to make money i just want to have a girl. i just want to go out and party i just yeah. want to buy stuff too I want to help people improve their lives and improve mine at the same time. That's, that was the shift. And that's what, that's why I contribute to uh, the beginning of my spiritual journey. Because that definitely shifted my mindset from just myself to, okay, there's a whole global community that I can impact.
0: Wow. Okay. And then uh, you you had uh, mentioned uh, in one of your comments that you spent over (laughs) $50,000 in your journey (laughs) to find yourself. (laughs) Can <laughs> yeah. overcome fear right
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely it could be more actually i'm just i'm just guessing i should explain actually sit down that. one fifty
0: thousand dollars to overcome yeah. fear
1: <laughs> i should probably sit down and calculate how much actually is one day because it'd be kind of interesting to know the exact figure yeah. <laughs> so I'm so um just...
0: well, so, um uh, uh, ex- ex- explain to the people in terms of you know what what, yeah. uh, what you spend the money on i mean it was like a lot of conferences and stuff like that but uh yeah, um, i was
1: doing a, i was doing because i also i started chiropractic college I was doing a lot of conferences uh, to do with chiropractic, like okay. the technique, the philosophy, the science behind it. So I wanted to make sure I really understood what I was doing, first of all. You know, before I put my hand on someone, I need to know why, yeah. what it is, like the why yeah. behind it, the purpose behind it, and and how we can improve. And also, I was doing a lot of seminars on my inner work, self-work, right? Mm. Like how I can get closer to my core, how I can uncover what's inside of me. Yeah. I believe we're all in like... Uh, this kind of like hero's journey, or hero, or heroine. And we just have to uncover it. We all have something magnificent inside of us, but our conditioning of our upbringing has just uh, yeah. buried it <laughs> brainwashed. <And> so, <laughs> yeah. So it's more of a, I'm still, I mean, we, I think the transformation is not a weekend seminar or a seven years of, in, in my case, it's a lifetime process. The whole, mm-hmm. the whole journey of life is the transformation. So if we're trying to find something in one day or one week, it's not going to happen. We have to commit for, we have to commit to this process. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you wait for 20 years to take action. I'm not saying that, no. <laughs>
0: well, hey, I'm a prime example. I had to wait for 48 years <laughs> before I finally like woke up. You know what? No, <laughs> this is not the life that I want. You know, it's uh, yeah. uh, some people, it, it just takes a long time. I mean, um, like you stated, uh, in general, the average person is, is preconditioned into, you know, getting this good corporate job, having the house, mm. wiping the fence, yeah. wife a dog. And uh, I've had that, you know, but, you know, the past, I was probably past six or seven years. It just like, it's been a period where you have that, but what? It's just an empty space. So like you stated uh, with my journey that I'm going through right now is the exact same thing. I'm trying to look there. There's got to be purpose for me to uh, do something. And like you, you know, I want to help people. I want to take my experiences and especially fear of not doing, uh, going after my dreams. So, um, in terms of uh, your current activities, I know you just started out a, uh, a, a podcast. Uh, can you go into detail in terms of what your podcast is about?
1: Yeah, so I started a podcast called Back to Being. And the premise behind it was sinking the mainstream garbage so we can get back to being human and serve people at the level of the soul. So I think that uh, people are seeking an awakening, right? Because a lot of people are starting to become aware. And I attribute thanks to things like what we're doing, communication, right? The internet. Yes stuff like this podcast that you have, which is helping so many people. Uh, This is because it was without the internet, I probably wouldn't be in front of you today because I wouldn't have been awakened to different ideas. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the idea is, you know, to build a community really. Uh, So initially I did it to help people like me, holistic or vitalistic practitioners, my peers in chiropractic, and even other people with a similar philosophy. I see a lot of people with brilliant product service ideas that can help a lot of people uh and improve the world in a positive way but they're not able they don't have the they, they're just stuck they're not able to serve, they're not growing with their business yeah so the, so the idea was to bring people on the show to inspire these people into action be like hey so-and-so is doing this i can do that so-and-so is doing this oh that's a good idea for my business oh that's, i should probably change i should probably use that tip for my relationship not just for my business too like you know things like this and help people grow so they can serve people and uh, build a collaboration of people with this like a social entrepreneurship mindset or a vitalistic holistic mindset to help each other rather than individually fighting like all the big corporations are fighting the mainstream. Why don't we band together and become the mainstream?
0: I think you hit on a key point. Um, for the, uh, people that are listening to this, both Mario and I have been taking this podcast course called the London real, uh, Academy and it has for me and i'm sure for marwin has been a monumental experience i mean this course you know at this point in time is fundamentally changing my life i mean i'm being exposed to, you know, meeting people like marwin like marwin said um, um i'm beginning to realize that you can't do this by yourself i mean most of the successful people out there you think that they may have done about no yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's collaboration meeting people uh uh just building this joint ventures of uh, friends uh, uh motivational speakers, all that stuff. So, uh, as Marvin had stated, um, that's one of the things that I'm finding that going forward with, with your, you know, uh, change in life, you have to network, you have to meet people and, and just, just, just go out there. Um, but in terms of your experience, Marvin, I mean, uh, uh what's the most, uh, influential impact that you felt taking this uh, course for podcasting?
1: Yeah, I think the, the most amazing part was, uh, you know just having actually having a actually having a podcast yeah because yeah we are sharing every day right we post yes. stuff, maybe post a video now and then post something goofy on instagram or your story, and we are help you know adding value connecting people comedy having a platform actually done yeah it's it's a, an amazing feeling and 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 then it went even a step further when you started you know I started interviewing people I was taken away you know because the connection you just The things you learn is is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, um, I would say it is the same thing too. Um, I think you and I had had, had spoken earlier, but as you start talking to guests more and more, I mean, uh, like my last two guests, and it was like a connection that was like instantaneous, and you're just like, wow. (laughs) And uh, that's the thing that I want to kind of convey to the people that listen to this uh, podcast, that if a normal guy like me (laughs) can make changes, you know, anybody can make changes so i'm trying to learn lessons from like people like you, yourself in terms of lessons learned and try to apply it to myself uh, and i'm hoping that the people that listen will do the exact same thing but there is no one recipe that fits everybody that's one thing i've learned i mean uh you hear you see all these you know self-help books and all that stuff no yeah every person is different and there's nuances but in terms of how you do it it's kind of the same but the path the journey there it's going to be different i mean is that what you uh, what you've experienced
1: oh absolutely like you know I don't think, uh, I completely agree with you. There is no one way that we've been trying to do things one way for, for eons, right? Take education, for example, everyone doesn't fit into a classroom setting. Everyone doesn't fit into the same learning style. Every, every one of us is going to learn a different way. It doesn't mean that like nowadays we start labeling people with different, uh, things, you know, ADHD, this, that, and the other, like, they're just children. Everyone has we, we're not catering to their needs we are trying to fit them into a box and at some point you know you you can suppress the individual spirit but at some point it's going to burst out and exp- and express itself it's not, so we have to think of things differently how we're living uh, we can't expect everybody to fit in the same philosophy in the same way and uh, so we have and i think it's selfish to keep all your experiences and ideas to yourself. You have to share them. Yeah. Oh, yes. And how you share them is not relevant. Whether you have, but sharing them is
0: relevant. You made a uh, very interesting comment uh, in one of your feedback forms uh, to me, and it really hit me. I mean, and uh, in, in in, in this statement is pretty much true. How this entire world operates is that we live in a world where we're trying to solve multi-dimensional problems with mm-hmm. one-dimensional thinking. Yep. And that statement really hit me. And I'm just like, you know, that is what's the, the problem with most of the, pro, you know, uh, the issues that the world is facing today is that we are just like one-dimensional and have been for a long time. Yeah. And they, take,
1: they take, for example, the concept of being good or bad, right? Yes. What is good or bad? Because someone that grows up in Tokyo, someone that grows up in uh, the middle of nowhere in Africa, and someone that grows up in Brazil, or someone that grows up in Canada, are going to have a different concept on what is good and bad. Right. So, rather than looking at what is good and bad, first, we have to learn to understand. Right. And because we say, oh, you should do it my way, I should do it his way, blah, blah, blah. That's not how the world works because yeah. take pain, for example, I see a lot of, because you know, I, I work with a lot of people and uh, they come in with back pain, neck pain, you yeah. know, can't sleep at night, relationship problems, emotional problems, headaches, et cetera, et cetera. Now we, for many, many centuries, uh, we've been looking at uh, health as treating the symptom right. and we, on a physical plane. Which there is value to that. Like if I break my leg, I want to go to the best surgeon there is. Okay. So right. I'm yeah. very grateful for that.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But what I'm trying to say is like, there is more behind the story than what meets the eye in every situation. Yeah. We, we're looking only in a physical world, but no, there's also a, a spiritual world. And, that, and that's what we understand today with quantum physics. Yeah. For, for many years, we think that one plus one equals two. Now, any, any kids listening to this, make sure you put that on your answer in your math class or you get it wrong. It right, right. <laughs>
0: but-, <laughs> but Marwan told me that.
1: <laughs> no, but in the real world, one plus one can equal anything because yeah. when, what, what, is, what is one plus one? It's putting two things together. And when you put two things together in the universe, it's going to bloom into something. Like, for example, if you put a sperm and an egg together, it turns into a human being. Yeah, But that human being is, is possible of infinite possibilities for many years, we've been caging ourselves in, but now we are removing the barriers. Like we see as soon as one person breaks the time record for a race, you know, we see it, it we see it broken again in two months and yeah. another two months later, again, I like no longer a record staying for years and decades and decades and decades. They're getting broken and broken every
0: few years. Right. The, the mind looks- is opening up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the, uh, um, you mentioned one thing. I mean, this is this is something that I kind of uh, beginning to kind of correlate. Um, you mentioned quantum uh, physics. you know the more I, the more i 'm uh, studying that topic incidentally I, I, uh, I, started, I started studying that uh, at the beginning of the year, along with spirituality. Quantum physics and spirituality are intertwined I mean yes. that's what spirituality is in in, in terms of what i 'm experiencing. Uh, but people try to create this you know spirituality is something, but this is that spirituality is a quantum physics at a level that defies all laws yeah, of physics yeah. you know, like i said it 's infinite possibilities, and what is that
1: <laughs> yeah no i agree I completely agree with you uh, it was a few It was a few years ago we had a, a a speaker that I was listening to, and he was talking about spirituality and quantum physics and, and I, you know I raised my hand as a student and I said. Uh, I think quantum physics is the is is the language of, is the scientific language of spirituality. Mm-hmm. Like it's finally caught up with what people have been saying for thousands of years. Yeah. Uh, the science was always behind, and now we have the now we have the evidence to prove that yes, when we change the way we think, it changes our biology. That when we take action, like we put something into motion in the universe, not only does it stay in motion, but it can multiply into
0: many different things.
1: Right. So so we have now we have the language to explain what you know, the great mystics have known for thousands of years. Yeah,
0: And that's something that the Western, uh I guess, Western medicine, uh they are going to fight it because, you know, once you let people know that they have the power hmm. <laughs> to control their destiny, their health and everything, you know, their business uh, franchise model goes away because yeah. they don't heal. All, all they do is maintain.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, like I'm a doctor. So for me, the statement I'm about to make, most people would probably say it's not the best idea in a business sense. But yeah. for me, a sign of a good doctor and doctor really means teacher in yeah. Latin. Okay. So everyone's actually a doctor in their own sense. Every yeah. single person on this planet has something to teach, something to offer. So I'm not someone that, so I always tell my patients when they come in the office, it's not a doctor patient relationship. It's a doctor doctor relationship. Cause I'm wondering the intelligence inside of you. Because I don't actually heal you. You heal yourself. Wow. Okay. Now, okay. And what I was, what I was getting to was, uh, what was the question you asked me? <laughs> oh,
0: I oh, the, the the uh um I just blanked out to myself. No, um what um what I was saying is that the pharmaceutical, well, the phar- the pharmaceutical industry has been set up to where they're not going to adopt this mode of thinking the Eastern that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you, right. You that's had right. the power within your mind to heal yourself to uh, uh uh determine your own own destiny. If they do, then their whole business model goes out because they're not in the business of, of healing. They're in the business of maintaining. That's what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. I was about yeah. to tell you. Oh, yeah.
1: I was going to say, uh, yeah. And you remind me now that the statement yeah. I was going to make was that for me, a sign of a great doctor is where the patient doesn't have to come back. What that means is that I have taught them how to live their life to yeah. where they can manage it on their own. Yeah. Like if they, have, they shouldn't be dependent on me. They should, the only person that's responsible for one's health is themselves. Yeah. It's not me. It's not your mother. It's not your, it's, it's yourself.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that uh, that's something that's going to be hard pill to swallow for, for most of the Western world. Because here in the US, for example, it, it's not, I mean, the first thing that people do is go to doctors, they're a drug, you know, uh, what does the doctor say? What does pharmaceutical say? Um, it's very, very evident by watching commercials. I mean, literally every afternoon, every other commercial is a drug to solve yeah. not only health problems, but mental problems, you know, like, are you lonely? We have a drug yeah. with you. Yeah,
1: I, I love the, I love the drug commercials where, you know, it's like, side effects may include oh. <laughs> impact, death, you know, erectile dysfunction, but right, right. smiling and jumping in a field of daisies. It's like, hmm, interesting. So what you're saying is I'm going to track the world of my dreams, but I won't be able to sleep with her.
0: Great. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy thing, Marwin, is that people buy the drugs. Yeah. I mean, it's a, bill- a multi-billion dollar industry. That's the thing I don't understand is how people know and they're telling you, you're going to die if you take this and they still yeah. buy it. That's where I cannot comprehend how people, you know, get so blinded and uh, brainwashed that they, this is the only solution they have. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Yeah.
1: And at the same time, I don't blame people because, you know, as I said, we've been conditioned. We've been indoctrined indoctrin into a way of thinking yeah. and conditioned to think, that, okay, as soon as I have the XYZ problem, this is the solution. I go run to get something chopped off something added on or put something inside of me because yeah. I, because we, have no, we, have, we, we are taught uh, like when we grow up how to obey. We're not taught how to think. And what I mean by that is you know, we are not ever taught how to manage ourselves. So you can't blame people for not knowing. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, but we have to bring them up to a consciousness of understanding what is possible now in the world. And I say, so, you know, we go back 30, 40 years, like we, didn't have the, we didn't have as many people understanding what we're talking about right now. But now we, so you know. But now is the time for people to awaken. People are ready, and then, and uh, people are, become, are waking up from their slumber. Yeah, and they but they. So that's why they need guidance from people like us, to to move them and and make and bring them to a level of, not just uh, being healthy, but stepping into their own power.
0: Yeah, that that's the thing that I'm trying to. Uh, that's my main. Uh, core action is to not only teach but to empower people to move on with their own lives i mean uh, i've noticed and i'm sure you've noticed that there are i don't know hundreds thousands of these uh uh, life coaches and seminars Mm. and just based on my what what i've observed and i don't know about you is that it's more of a thing where they market in a way where they the people have to continue coming back to that person to get you know more you know fulfillment instead of to, uh, to teaching them the knowledge and cutting it off and letting them go their own way. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, another, it's another
1: form of a drug. Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been through that. You know, yeah. I would say I've been to many seminars and some of them are life transforming. Some of them I didn't get much. You always learn something. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You yeah. always get something. You meet somebody, you learn something. Well, yeah, but I completely agree with you. You just, it's like, oh, if you don't come back, you won't succeed. Like, that's not mm-hmm. true at all. Right, right. The only you will only fail if you don't do anything with what you learn. But it's not like you have to keep coming back, no.
0: Now, um, in terms of your um um your patients, um, how do you go about uh, presenting this kind of new style of thinking in terms of holistic, uh, uh self control and stuff like that? Um, w- what is their, I guess, perception? Is it kind of more like, "Oh my God, what are you saying?" Or is it more of a, "Let's try it"?
1: Yeah, it I works, think what. And- People are where people are ready for it everywhere in the world. Okay. The challenge is how we communicate it. At least for me, that's a challenge. Okay. Like how I communicate it in New York City is gonna be different to how I communicate in Ecuador. Consciousness- in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, and south going too. it depends because you have to understand if someone is if someone's greatest need and concern is how to how to get food on the table, they don't care about consciousness shifting. Yeah right <laughs> to be honest they're just worried about how can i be healthy so i can get to work yeah. so i can put food on the table for my family right so but at the same time it's always about putting seeds right little seeds uh, just to help people understand like who's responsible how does the body work like you have a brain nervous system like your right. brain nervous right. system is your perception system if it's disconnected how will you perceive the world how will you be able to play with the children yeah so i'm not so i i try to so i don't and what an uh, interesting thing is you know, some of my peers don't like it, but this is just my style. Yeah, yeah. And probably some of my patients at the beginning are kind of dumbfounded as well because I don't, I, don't, I never ask how you
0: are when you walk in. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Most doctors, as soon as you walk in, in the first, every doctor is like, how are you? <laughs> well, yeah. no, 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 no,
1: <laughs> I always say happy to see you, good to see you, good to see you again. You know, uh, like how was the game last night? Because, like, you know, it's something they told me before, like, or oh, if you're someone younger, you know, how was your exam? Uh, and uh, the reason I do that is because uh,
0: it's,
1: what, they, what they're going to say is what I already know. Right. Oh, I have this ah, pain. Okay. 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 When, when they come for the first visit, yes, I ask them every single thing in detail. like How yeah. they're doing, the history, what happened here, blah, 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 blah. But I'm shifting their consciousness from thinking that they are a diagnosis to they are, the, they're, to they are a whole being. Ah, like I, don't, okay. I, don't treat, okay. I don't treat anything. All I'm doing, I'm looking at the person as a whole system of energy. Okay. I'm trying to bring them up to their conscious level. And so, rather than focusing on what's wrong with them, I'm trying to bring out what's right in them. That's the only thing I can do.
0: All right. For all my audience members, you know, this is (laughs) the doctor I need to go to because most people's experiences, most doctors in general, you know, in in Western religion, they come in and all they concentrate is on that problem, the the pain, and what can they do to uh, not heal it, (laughs) but manage it. Yeah. So it's a whole different oh my God. Yeah, that that's uh... yeah. It's, it's, it's
1: like you know, a lot of times we're running for XYZ condition. Yeah. How about let's calm down for a second and why don't we walk for the cause? Yeah. What's causing our problem? Is it our yeah. lifestyle? Is it the way we're thinking? Is it our relationship? Is it because we're just a lazy bum? Yeah. Like what is it? What is causing our suffering? Yeah. And it's not, and it's that's why I say, you know, we're trying to we're trying to fix multi dimensional problems with one dimensional thinking. It's not going to work. It works temporarily. But I think we're tired of being temporary and being average, being mediocre. We want to do something more now.
0: We're we're in this uh, time period where I mean, literally the uh, the mind is being opened in terms of uh, our the human consciousness. I mean, we've been for many, many, many years, if not. uh, I won't say at one. At my opinion is that thousands of years ago, you know, the myths or whatever, they had that knowledge somehow got shrouded. You know, now we're trying to regain that. No, I mean, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, what we're, we're, we're doing yeah. is absolutely nothing new. It's just, we're reintroducing and saying, Hey, there is another alternate solution. This is what it's supposed to be, not what, yeah. what we've been brainwashed into. And
1: yeah, then that's yeah. completely true. Like sometimes I joke with people, cause I'll say something like, Oh wow. And I'm like, yeah, you can quote me, but actually, you know, nothing's an original thought. It came from somewhere. <laughs>
0: like- oh, <no>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's the thing that, a. uh, uh even taking this course, you know, um, it, it's people go around thinking, you know, I have a great look. There's seven billion people. Mankind has been on this earth for what? However, you know, whatever six hundred thousand years. It's like yeah. your idea, <laughs> and what? And what's so profound? Um, I, I heard a s- statement that you know, f- forget about creating new ideas. Uh, the ultimate power is how you execute that idea. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at right now. You know, we we have the knowledge, but most people, you know, like myself, we're so, you know, we come up with ideas or fear or whatever. We never gone forward. But now that we have that, that, that I, you know, in terms of strength and the uh, technique, you do it. Yeah, <laughs> like you said, just do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was talking to, I interviewed a Mayan mystic the other day and she was telling me that right now we're in the age of uh, what did she say? Aquarius. Aquarius. Yeah. Yeah. And what that means is like, the only thing holding us back now is ourselves Like before we had a lot of barriers like right. externally, but now those barriers have been removed so for someone that takes action in today 's world, especially over the next ten years, you were saying it's only ourselves that's limiting us right so i agree I completely agree with what you're saying
0: do do you think it's because um, i mean I, I know a change but um, what do you think? The reason how people become more aware is is, is it big of technology that information is being transferred at much faster rate. Like within two seconds, the whole world can know, you know, uh, the yeah. news. Or is it more of a spiritual thing that's spreading? What's your opinion on that?
1: I think it's a it's a little bit to everything. I don't think we can discredit any of it. Uh, I think I also had like uh, she's she's kind of like a I don't know if women can be shamans, but she's kind of like a shaman mm-hmm. slash uh, mystical. She, you can say a witch, but it's kind of weird right. to say that. But okay, well, I, mean,
0: I, <laughs> I don't know what think, you call um, them. Like, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned something like, uh, I know two or three witches, and most people's concept of, of witches, you know, they're evil, bad, whatever. Yeah. But uh, the terminology I think may have been kind of, but there are like spiritual, what, what do you call them? Yeah. or yeah. whatever. And it's not what people think. Now, there are elements of witches that are, you know, uh, evil spirit yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah. there's another aspect. People are completely, when you hear it, western people are like oh no you know that's, <laughs> yeah
1: that's true yeah so yeah her name is dr rossi she's in atlanta and she told me something a few years back that uh, i think it was like around 1986 1987 the people that were born after that <clears throat> have switched frequency like basically what you're saying is this is not that it happened also like a period before that like your generation yeah. every generation the frequency of human vibration is increasing so we're, really? being, we're able to yeah i don't know uh if that's true or not but It could be a possibility of why we're more aware and why we're more open to things. Uh, okay. Okay. Because we're we're vibrating at a different frequency. But also, I do attribute to what you said, like technology-wise. Definitely, that the the, you know because like 30 years ago, whatever was on the newspaper or the news is all we believed. We didn't know anything. (laughs) But now we have many mediums and platforms of information. Yeah. So people's minds have been blown wide open. Yeah. a lot of truth has come out of it. You know, right. what we thought was truth, we figured out was lies and now right. we're getting the actual truth. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually very liberating. And this has happened throughout history. It's not new. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we had, the, we had the newspaper, the newspaper magazine, you know, Flyers, they came about as a, as a way of protest to what was going on in society. Yeah. When I got, when I got censored, the radio reveled. When yeah. I got censored, we had TV. When right. I got censored, we had internet. Right. Now, yeah. if this gets censored, We'll just create something else. No, we'll also, always yeah. find a way to yeah. get the truth out to humanity.
0: And I think that's the uh, human nature. I mean, uh, there, there are systems in place right now that's trying to stifle the information, but ultimately, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you you cannot contain the human spirit. No. <laughs> it's gonna come out. <laughs>
1: yeah, you can be... you can suppress us physically, but spiritually is impossible.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're trying though. They're trying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I always say live life in trust, not in fear. I'm not worried about any of that. I know that something magnificent, I know we're going into a magnificent age. I know something special is going to happen. I'm not interested in what you call it or what we call it or who said this. Or who's, I don't care about that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. All I know is that, you know, when that we, are, we definitely are, uh, you know, we're all points of light that are, if we turn our lights on, it's going to make a massive impact. That's all I know for sure.
0: Right, right so um in terms of your like uh what's your next five year plan um are are um are you gonna grow your podcast or are you gonna grow side business out of your podcast what's uh what do you have that plan
1: yeah, so I definitely my initial plan with the podcast in this in a uh, i guess the small term goal is simply just to get information out there, add value to people and then yeah. see, and, you know and I believe that when we give 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 at some point it's going to come time to receive automatically. And see what sparks out of it. You know, let's see what happens. And hopefully, we'll get conferences where we can have people together sharing the information in front of thousands of people. That, you know, that's something I would like to see. Mm. Definitely any business ventures, ideas that will serve vast numbers of people that may yeah. come out of it. Absolutely. I definitely will continue in my chiropractic for now. Okay. You know, because that's what grounds me. It's kind of like my yoga, I guess. Like You know, by serving people, I'm serving myself. Yeah. I always get filled by giving every day. Uh, if I didn't do that, I don't know what i would be doing, to be honest. Maybe I'd be passed outside the road with a, a whiskey or something. Right, right. You and I both.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I definitely, well.
1: uh, I believe it's very important to have a vision of our future, like yeah. write down goals. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely want to see the podcast grow to reach, you know, at least six figures of people, if not seven figures of people. And not, for, not to put myself on a pedestal, but simply just right. to add value. Okay
0: yeah I mean uh, you say something I mean initially when I first started this podcasting, like, oh, you know, I want to do this and make lots of money, but now that I started engaging with the uh guests- you're, i mean all the people that I met in this group, my whole mindset has changed. you know it is like my first and foremost uh is to change people's lives. I'm starting out with me, of course, <laughs> this is what the podcast yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but uh uh I mean the amount of people out there i mean uh you made a statement that uh fear is an illusion and there's I don't know how many billion people it it's a complete opposite. I mean, most people's concept of fear it's their reality, you know. Yeah. And that's one thing that even for me, I'm still going through trying to overcome that. But in terms of your experience, I mean, do, do you see that as a as a as a common element that most people treat fear as a in terms of reality in their world?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, yes. And I attribute to a strange phenomenon, which is that the biggest addiction on the planet today is not drugs, not alcohol. It's not sex. It's not food. Uh, it's not porn. It's, it's more of we are addicted to suffering. Why? Because when we're living in fear and we're suffering, it's easier to band along with other people who are living in fear and suffering. As strange as that sounds. uh, Think
0: about that. Say it one more time again. I uh, I, I
1: think, I think the biggest addiction on the planet today is uh, is, uh, addiction to suffering. Okay. Because we find comfort in others, and because most people are suffering, it's easier for just to be part of the herd, rather than uh, step away and 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 face our fears, and go into and and you know fight our dragons and demons, and come on the other side. You know it's like every time you climb a mountain, it's t- it's hard as hell, but when you get to the top, it feels amazing. But you can't stay there forever. You right, come right. back down to the valley. But when you get back into the valley, the universe is going to give you a bigger mountain. Now the universe will only give you challenges when you're able to uh, overcome them. There's nothing will show up in your life at random. Okay. So, think, so the bigger the challenge, that means the bigger that means you're ready for it, and the bigger the reward's going to be. So so I think the biggest problem is our perception of our life. Uh, we we stay stuck in a framework of our reality of fear. When actually the obstacle that has arrived is 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 the thing that's going to propel us. But no one's ever taught us that. That's the problem.
0: Man, I've never heard, heard of it, heard your statement uh, in those terms, but now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I think the statement that, you know, the, the fear and the hurt is, 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 uh, bypasses everything. And yeah. now I'm beginning to realize that that's what uh, the pharmaceutical industry, I mean, the world feeds on. That's yeah. what keeps them busy. You got the uh, mainstream news media as you stated, they just feed on that. And yeah, I never thought of that. Uh, I yeah, might like think the, about that, but I think you have yeah. something there when you state that that's yeah, major yeah. like the major thing.
1: Like the alcohol, the drugs, yeah. you know, overindulgence and sex. Like sex is not a bad thing. We're supposed yeah. to oh, that. no,
0: no. Yeah. Don't get me <laughs> if wrong. it is, and I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, well, point, I a problem. Is,
1: using, anything, using anything as a drug is just, just a symptom of our fears. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. And, you know, we label people with XYZ conditions, uh, you know, like depressed, anxiety, unable to focus, whatever you call it. But people is really, and, and some people generally do have issues and I'm not and I'm playing anything. But I would say most of us actually are just stuck in the wrong program. Yeah. That's all it is. It's, it's nothing that we're not, we're not all, we're not a diseased body. We're a body of life. Okay so well, we're just we're just only looking at one side of the coin we need to look at both, both sides of
0: the coin well i'm in a moral qualm because i uh, i i i have some stock invested in pharmaceutical uh companies whose very business is to make sure that you stay diseased so it's like <laughs> what do i do here yeah
1: well, make a lot of money from it and then invest it in to help people in, yeah, in a different way. Exactly. <laughs>
0: That's a, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm doing. Uh, wow. Wow. So um, um, in, in terms of you going forward with the podcast, I know, uh, I think next, what, uh, in about another month uh, is the graduation date for our podcast. So yeah. w- are you planning to go to the uh, London in, to celebrate that?
1: I I definitely would love to be there. I'm gonna sit down and make a decision very soon here. Okay. But I would say yes for now. But
0: okay.
1: Yeah, because you know I was gonna I can say like oh I have to be in the office, uh, finances, blah blah. But I think throughout my life I've always anytime I've done something on purpose. Yeah. I always the money comes back. I mean I haven't because especially as a student I didn't have money to go to all those seminars, but. I just said, no, I have to do this. It's going to take me, it's going to help me grow. And it did. And somehow I always figure out how to get my money back. It always works. Something always happens. Something will shift in your life. You run into someone, an opportunity, something's going to move you. And it goes back to what we started off the conversation with just taking action. Yeah. Yes. At the time, we don't know. Like, for example, when I went to chiropractic school, I had no idea what chiropractic actually was. Yeah. It was just the idea that got me in. I was like, people need a different way of living. That's it. I didn't know actually what they did to be honest, but it was a different. It was a different. It was a different mindset. That's what attracted me. So I think it's the same thing with graduation. Yeah. I, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's it's about just taking the leap of faith in
0: ourselves. That's exactly the type of journey that I'm going through. I mean, the the uh, one thing that I've learned, uh, especially taking this podcasting course and meeting uh, you and as well as the rest of the uh, podcasting uh, family. Um, the one thing that I'm taking time is uh, I'm not worried about what's going to happen, you know, next month, whatever. I'm thoroughly enjoying the moment. Like right now, you know, this is like one of the best times that I've had in a very, very long time in terms of having, having engagement. So that's one thing that I've adopted into my life is that, you know, when you're at the moment, just take time to enjoy the moment. It's not the end goal that everybody you know talks about doing this. It's the moment, the journey. So,
1: yeah, uh, yeah I agree with you and I, but I do think we do need to make uh, like a vision or goals, but the vision and goals are just to retrain our subconscious. Yes. But how it unfolds is anything can happen, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Good. Good. Well, uh, I really thank you for uh, coming on the show and I, I'm almost guaranteed that you'll be on the show again very, very soon because uh, <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to the audience that uh, uh, cannot see this here, it took me two attempts to start the first two minutes, two minutes of this. I'll post it out for the people to watch. It's very, very funny. But this is the, the journey that we're all going through, trying to learn the process. But uh, it's all fun. Um, one one of the questions that I had uh, asked you early on is in terms of your uh, – uh, if you could find a theme song that represented who you are, uh, you came out with a, uh, with a, a group – And a song. What is that?
1: Yeah. So the first thing that it was, that's a really good question, actually, by the way. I like that question. Yeah. yeah Because I've, most of my life, especially from like, I'd say 15 to 30, was all about, was engulfed in music. I, I could tell you the, it was mainly electronic music. Like yeah, electronic you know, yeah, same with music. me. I grew up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Yeah. When I hear a song, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, that was that festival. Uh, that was this year. Oh, yeah, we remember yeah. we went to that party. We went to, I, could, I could literally give you a time frame of my life based on music. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that question. It brought back a lot of good memories. Oh, me. okay, good. Okay. <laughs> but the one that struck out to me with that question of my theme song was just The World Is Mine by David Guetta. Uh, you know, from like, it's probably 15 years ago now. Yeah. And why? Because all it's saying is literally in the song is the world is mine. Right. It absolutely is. So it if is you have a theme song, is that's, that's what it would be.
0: And it's powerful. And the funny thing is uh, when you say that, uh, you don't know, but David Gedda is one of my favorite uh, artists too. You know, I have probably every album since the day that he started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you ever get a chance, go see him live. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I, I, I was able to. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be able to.
0: Okay. But uh, the the uh, main thing is um, I, I wanted to let the people know that the big thing you know uh there is no secret in terms of changing your life uh, as marvin had stated early on just do it i mean just do it there's different paths there's uh different avenues the main change is the action of doing it <laughs> very very simple you know i, I thought it was some yeah. secret but it isn't
1: <laughs> yeah it's even in the word like if you break down the word action is act ion so acting on yeah. self it, yes you know, the signs are everywhere we just have to be, start paying attention
0: definitely definitely But uh, because of that, uh, I wanted to close out by uh, uh, emphasizing the statement of the world is mine. So in closing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Excellent.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: I believe in the wonder. I believe there's new life to gain. like a god that I'm under.